0: To the Sykes, the Bottom Line Pharmacy Podcast. Um, this is your daily dose of pharmacy CPA advice to fuel your bottom line. Um, I am Bonnie Bond. This is Scotty Sykes and Kendall Harris. We are all CPAs, um, Sykes and Company, um, and this is our new podcast that we're getting going.
1: Yep, got a new podcast here. We wanted to streamline our content. You know, we're talking to pharmacy owners every single day, so wanted to kind of get a real time. Uh, content uh program going and so we're going to try this out we're going to have innovators in the industry we're going to have our clients on here we're going to have other Sykes team members on here we're going to have vendors on here all to discuss the bottom line of your pharmacy and how to maximize that um so it's going to be exciting we're going to kind of be uh not not so formal here and just have a good time yeah and
2: i think we've been Creating content at sex and Companies for over 10 years. Uh, I went went on YouTube and then took a little gander at some of the older videos. Alan's been doing it longer than a lot of people have been doing educational videos on YouTube. So 10 years of videos. So we've had various formats, a lot of good information. This format's just to try to be streamlined and, and get to the bottom line. So just a quick reminder, try to see if I can share the correct screen. If you're not familiar and you want to see some of our information, you can go to Sykes and Company and then click on Media Resources. And from here, um, various topics that you might be interested in, you can actually just search. So I know we're going to be talking about the ERTC today. You can actually just search a quick word and find it, different information on it. And then also on our YouTube channel, you can see hundreds of videos that have been put. You can just type in Sykes and Company and make sure you subscribe. So just wanted to share that. If anyone hasn't subscribed that way the content can pop up
1: when you log in. Yeah that's so Bonnie what are we talking about today?
0: So Kendall said we had to talk about the ERTC employee retention tax credits. My favorite um So one of the things that I'm getting a lot of, and which is why we decided to kind of kick off this podcast talking about this um, topic is we're getting a lot of um, communication and questions from clients on this. Um, There's a lot of third parties, um, a lot of payroll vendors, especially that are reaching out to um, the pharmacy client base um, that we work with. Um, basically telling them that they probably qualify for this tax credit. So obviously they're calling us because you know, we're team members with them and they want to know, um, do we qualify? And so um, it's a hot topic. It's been a hot topic for a year and a half. I know, Scotty, you've been working with this um, since COVID hit.
1: Yep. It's a hot topic. And we got some videos already out there on this topic. So uh, keep that in mind and we'll probably touch on that at the end as well. But, Bottom line here is, well, I guess I'm going to jump to the bottom line, but the bottom line here is (laughs) there's three ways to qualify. you got gross receipts drop, your revenues are dropping here uh, versus a corresponding quarter in 2019, and this is 2020 versus uh, 2019 quarter or 2021 versus 2019 quarter. So if you have a drop in gross receipts, significant drop that is, uh, you can qualify there. Now a a lot of pharmacies are just not going to qualify uh, with the drop in gross receipts, right, Kendo? I mean, we've saw we've seen pharmacy owners pretty much have some of their be- their best years during the COVID um, pandemic, and so um, not a lot of pharmacies going to qualify here. And I
2: think, um, man, that's one thing I think we want to kind of highlight in general with this segment is: there's so much information out there, and in context, sometimes there's some truth to it. But then with us, we focused on pharmacies. And when you zero in on that information, and how it applies to pharmacies, um, sometimes pharmacists can take advantage of different opportunities, sometimes they can't. So uh, the PPP was huge, that was all over the news. And then the ERTC, um, from what i noticed, it didn't get nearly the same coverage on the major headline type news. But there are some individuals who knew about it, they know some of the details, and they've taken advantage of it, and they're spreading the word. Um, So, for example, I have a client, they called me up, and they're like, uh, Kendall, I trust you. I know you look over everything for me, but have you looked at the ERTC? And I'm like, yes, your revenues have increased dramatically. Um, It's not something you would qualify for. And he's like, I trust you, Kendall, but... (laughs) somebody came into the pharmacy and they're telling me I qualify. They're just telling me I qualify. And um, I just can you double and triple check the numbers and I'm I'm
0: Yeah, and that's what's happening a lot. You know, we obviously from the very beginning have been tracking this and looking at this for our clients every quarter. You know, we are all doing that. And it it just like you said, Scotty, it's just a situation where um, business was good for pharmacists during COVID in most situations. Um, And so for the gross receipt test, It just really, for most uh, people, it really, you know, that's a definite disqualifier
1: there. It's a black and white issue with the gross receipts um, test. There's no, if you do have a drop of gross receipts, there's no requirement that it has to be because of COVID. I mean, you could have lost a key contract or whatever. Uh, but there's going to be a small portion of pharmacies out there that qualify. We've done a bunch of, them. we've done a bunch of these credits for those, uh, for those clients that have had a drop in grocery seats for whatever reason. Uh, well, I wouldn't say a bunch, but we've, sun- we've done some. Um, the second way to qualify is a full shutdown due to a government order. You had to actually close your door and shut down your business. Pharmacies essential. You guys had to stay open. You're not going to qualify there. The third area is, uh, Partial shutdown due to a government order. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, tell a pharmacy owner that you do not qualify here. You may qualify here. Uh, It's just your risk appetite. But I can tell you that, um, well, I'll just be straight up. It's going to be very rare that you're going to qualify probably under a partial shutdown due to a government order. So let's just cut to the chase there. Um, It's going to be rare to qualify due to a partial shutdown due to a government order. And, you know, uh, Kendall, you mentioned, you know, all we, all we're we sitting here talking to pharmacies. We look at everything through the lens of a pharmacy owner when we're looking at new tax law accounting issues. When the RTC regulations came out, um, you know, we were we were digging into that information, saying how can this qualify for pharmacies? So that's how we're looking at it, and so we've done that due diligence for you, the pharmacy owner. And uh, again, it's going to be—it's just going to be difficult to qualify with that partial shutdown. You have to have a government order. That government order has to tell you you have to modify your business. Um, and and if you're going to modify your business, um, you know, and, and claim the credit here, you need to make sure you've got a good case, uh, not just one thing. Hey, I had to social distance. I mean. You don't want to go cl- claiming this credit with just one thing. I had to social distance. You want to have four or five things on on how it impacted you uh, and have your thesis.
0: And so, guys, that's what I hear a lot from clients is they ask me about the partial shutdown. Is you know, hey, well, I did I did delivery and didn't have people coming through the pharmacy, or we only did drive through pickup. Um, and so, Scotty, I mean, does, do, are you seeing that people are using that?
1: It's just well, like- I always ask, yeah, I say, well, were you required to go delivery? Were you required to lock your door and go curbside? And usually the answer is no. Um, so there you go. I mean, you weren't required uh, as a best practice, if you will. Supply chain issues come up a lot. You'll hear that with the the ERTC mills is what they call them, ERC mills, these pop-up companies that are doing these credits because they're very lucrative. Um But you'll hear a lot of arguments saying supply chain issues. That's going to be very difficult to make that argument in a pharmacy. You're going to hear about CDC guidelines or OSHA guidelines. Those are not government orders. Um, And so if you're going to – and let's just segue here, Bonnie Kendall, into the, uh, you know, the ERC mills, the ERC pop-up shops that are coming and knocking on your door saying, hey, you qualify here. We're going to charge you 15 20% of the amount we get you um and then we'll do the credit based off of supply chain issues great here's the large credit amount and all of a sudden next thing you know they're they wind down their operation two years from now and you're stuck with the audit all by yourself
0: yeah Kendall um I would think the concern there would be um do these people really um have your best interest um, these new companies that have popped up to do this, or they really just want to push through, um, all of these different credits to get their fees. So I think we have to be really careful, um, as pharmacists, as clients, um, to just, to make sure that you feel comfortable with what you're stating, um, your justification, um, and not just go on based on this third party, party that's called you and told you what you possibly qualify for.
2: Yeah. And I think, um, I guess a little bit of a, I'll ask a question and maybe, so are, are we saying that 100% pharmacies will never qualify? Are we saying that? No. So so that's like the disclaimer. We're not saying disclaimer, every situation,
1: facts and circumstances are different.
0: I think um, we haven't used the word here, but it's a gray area and everyone hates to hear that.
1: It's, it's subjective, it's, it's gray. Just, you know, if, if you're gonna go with the partial shutdown, um, you need to be able to explain why you had a partial shutdown, what the orders were, how it impacted you.
2: Uh, you know,
1: you you as a pharmacy owner need to be able to to explain and make the argument. You don't need somebody to come in and tell you. Um,
0: I think it's you also going have to look at the monetary benefit there. I, I know we've had we've talked so a about it. And it ends up that it's only a $5,000 credit, maybe. Um, so then you kind of have to ask yourself, is it really worth going through the risk um, and the work? Because it's not a small process to get this credit um, versus if it is a, you know, $100,000 credit.
1: That, that's a good point, Bonnie, because if a pharmacy is going to say they had a partial shutdown, when would that have occurred? Probably right when COVID started, right? Right. right. Well, A lot of pharmacy owners got PPP right when COVID started. You can't double dip PPP wages, forgivable wages, with ERTC wages. So you can't claim the ERTC off of wages you've paid with forgivable PPP monies. So you can't double dip there. So, you know, um, that's going to rule out a lot of pharmacies that may even qualify if you did for a partial shutdown in early 2020 or 2019 when the pandemic uh, first started for um, 2020.
0: I to ask you too about startups. Is there any special rules for pharmacies maybe that were starting up during
1: the COVID time? Yeah, time? yeah, there is. If you, that's a oh, great point. If you um, st- open your business after, I want to say it's February 2020, um, and you have gross receipts less than a million dollars, uh, for these startup pharmacies, you definitely need to look into this credit. To startup pharmacies, if you're a startup out there, you open like during or after the pandemic kind of hit. You need to. You definitely need to put this on your radar and look at it. Uh, yeah. You could be. You could get some some money here. Good.
0: So, what's the bottom line, Kendall?
2: Well, I think um, you know the saying: if it's too good to be true, it probably isn't. Well, the PPP seemed too good to be true, but it was true. But if, um, yeah, it was more clear cut. It was, it was so, it, so, I mean, if someone just comes with a piece of paper and just says sign here and you get this big ERTC, um, you, you really need to understand what you're signing. It, it might not be that clear cut. It might not be that simple. And I think for a lot of industries, it is pretty clear cut and simple, but for the pharmacy industry, because of the gross receipts, most industries, that's the reason why they're getting it is because their gross receipts have dropped in on that period. So, but for the pharmacy industry, the pharmacists need to really understand that the bottom line is, generally speaking, you really need to understand the rules before you sign anything related to the ERTC.
1: Yeah, certainly. So. You know, it's going to be pretty rare to have a drop in grocery seats in a pharmacy during a pandemic. It's going to be pretty rare to qualify under a partial shutdown. And even if you do qualify, you know, it's probably, again, going to be right when that pandemic started and you had PPP monies and you can't double dip. So, you know, this is a, this is a great uh, relief part of the CARES Act, but um, it's just a good chance a lot of pharmacies, un- unfortunately, just not going to qualify. And if you do want to go for it uh, under a partial shutdown, you got to have your case and you, you better be ready because uh, these are going to be audited and there's going to be some tax court cases and there's going to be all kinds of
2: uh, litigation
1: down the road in this area. Well, Bonnie, Kendall, what do you think? I think we've uh, kind of wrapped up our first episode here of the Sykes Bottom Line Pharmacy Podcast and you know, next episode, I'm sure we're going to be touching on some other key topics uh, relevant to pharmacy, specifically the pharmacy industry, um, because we're halfway through 2022 here and a lot of updates uh, impacting pharmacy so far this year. So we'll probably be touching on that next and uh, appreciate everybody listening out there today for Bonnie, Kendall and Scotty we're signing off your paychecks check.
2: Your QuickBooks, check Your checks, yes